This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Station. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490. WDAN, Linda Bolton back with you. And on the Zoom call this morning, we've got a full house. We have uh, folks with us from uh, Dandelion Opera, Musical Theater, um, we always enjoy talking to DLO folks, and so we're especially happy this morning to have with us Heather Miyagi. Always enjoy talking to Heather. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome. Thanks for being here. And Heather, oh, you are the director. You are the director, correct? Yes, I am directing this That's, show, yes. Okay. I'm director of Bridges of Madison County. Bridges we also Madison. have... Um, we have yeah. two of our co-stars in here, and that's we pretty do. exciting. I'm going to introduce them right now. Jacob uh, Detters, is that correct? Did I pronounce Dieters. that correct? Dieters. Dieters. Okay. Jacob Dieters is with us, as is Tanya Arazi Combs. Good morning, folks. Thank Good morning. you so Good much morning. for being with us. All right, Heather. It's that uh, classic question I always ask at the beginning of a show when we're when we're talking about DLO. What's Bridges of Madison County about? Oh, it's a love story. It's just a big, grand, sweeping, romantic love story. Um, so, so lots of people are familiar with the movie of the same title. Yes. And this is based on that movie, um, based on that book, which people are also familiar with. So it's that, it's that same story. And it is set to some really, truly glorious music um, by Jason Robert Brown. And it's a Tony Award-winning kind of fantastic newish musical. So um, I'm super happy that we're getting to present it. It's a little different than some of the things we've done in the past. But yeah, it's like I said, love story. Altogether so, a love so, story. Yeah. So you're right. Most of us at one point in time have seen the movie or read the book or both. Right. Um, so how does that translate to a musical adventure on the stage? Um, it's, so the, the grand outlines are really very much the same. Um, I would have said the differences from the movie. In the movie, the place is more of a character, which is obviously harder to translate on stage. Yes, that's the, what I was wondering about. Right, right. But the beautiful story between Robert and Francesca is, is very much the same as the, as the movie, as the book. Um, and so, yeah, so, and, and the music just is, like I said, the music is really, truly glorious. And I feel like that really enhances sort of the mood and the, 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 the backstory. And so everybody's story is almost exclusively told through songs. So I think you'll, I think you'll find it a really beautiful and, and our cast is fantastic. We've got some really glorious voices and I think you'll find it a really beautiful addition to the, to that you know, a little set of the book and the, the movie and now the musical. I think so much a part of the movie was actually the setting and the, and the, 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 the scene, the, it was just a beautiful mu movie to see. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what you thought of the, the script or the plot line or anything else, you just got caught up in the beauty of the movie. So to have the music to offset that, I think probably does do a lot to bring it forward in, into a, a, a kind of a, New experience for people. Yeah, I think you saw yeah, it, but but you haven't seen this. Correct. That's that's exactly what we're hoping, and uh, I hope 
I've done a good job of translating that vision to the stage. I know that my cast has done an outstanding job, and the rest of my directing staff has just been amazing. Uh, David Zitch is our music director, and um, Merritt Spicer is our choreographer, and I mean, folks, it's going to be really beautiful. So um, I'm really super excited to get it into the theater. We're going to be performing at the Fisher. So that's a really nice space, too. So I, I'm super excited about this. So talk a little bit about what it was like when you took this on, how you approached this from the directing standpoint. Obviously, your first concern was your cast, particularly your leads, because there's so much a part of the story. They have to be good. They have to. They have to engage the the uh, the audience, but how did you approach this in terms of uh, of directing? Uh, yes, yeah, so I did a lot of research. I um, I read, I watched the movie, and I um, looked at a, as many different versions of as much of the show as I could find. I listen. I mostly listen to m the music, and that's just probably a personal preference for me. So. Um, one of my primary casting considerations was vocals and, you know, just hearing people that we want to sit and listen to them sing for a good couple hours. And um, I will just tell you that these, these two who are my leads have just fabulous, glorious voices. And nobody will be disappointed by that because they, they sound so amazing. Um, I've had people come into the building during rehearsal and just sort of be blown away at what they're hearing, overhearing from, you know, one story down. So that's, that's probably where I start on any show is listening to the music and feeling the mood of that. Um, yeah, but did do a lot of research and looked at a lot of pictures and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So just All right, well, thought about what, go ahead. Thought about what story elements were important to me. So yeah, hopefully everyone will gonna... like it as much as I do. We're going to go to break here in a couple of minutes. Uh, and then when we come back, I want to talk with both uh, Jacob and Tanya uh, about their past and about the present and about their, their parts in this production. We'll do all that when we come back from break. But before we go, let's uh, hit tickets, ticket information, show date information so people have that now and then we'll repeat it throughout the show. Sure. The show is going up February 11th, 12th, and 13th at 7.30 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights and 2.30 on Sunday at matinee. Um, tickets will be sold through the Fisher or through our website, DLO's website. Uh, those are dlo.theater. We'll get you to our site. And at thefisher.com, we'll get you to the Fisher website, which has ticket sales. Ticket sales are starting probably today by close of business. So in the next couple of days, we're doing a really fast blitz. Um, tickets are $20 for adults, seven for students, unless you want the fancy seats on the mezzanine or a loge box. And there's a, there's a sum up charge for those, but, um, yeah. So dlo.theater at thefisher.com tickets coming soon. Absolutely. All right. Well, we've got that and, and we know when, when the show is going to appear. So we're going to go to break here just a little early, Derek, if it's okay with you. And then we come back. We're going to talk uh, with our two leads and find out all about their experience in this production of Bridges of Madison County by DLO. And we will do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN.
Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you. And on the Zoom call this morning, we're doing DLO, uh, talking about their upcoming production of uh, Bridges of Madison County at the Fisher Theater coming up in just a couple of weeks. So we have with us Heather Miyagi, who is directing. We also have Jacob Dieters and uh, Tanya Arazi Combs, who are coming to us uh, from Champaign. And you two are the leads, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right, Jacob, let's start with you. Tell me about you. Tell me, first of all, tell me about you personally. Yeah. And how you how you got to be here. And then let's talk about your character. Okay. So um, I, um, I'm actually from, originally from the Springfield area. I've done theater for um, many, many years. Um, I, it's uh, kind of one of my, one of my passion areas is to, to, to sing and to act. Um, and just recently moved to the Champaign area and uh, to work at the University of Illinois um, in the computer science department. So I advise uh, the, the, the computer science students over here. Um, so that's, uh, it's uh, great, great being in the area. I've, I've uh, you know, found I really enjoyed the Champaign area. Um, so yeah, I, I was, especially during the pandemic, it's, it was hard to find, uh, you know, find opportunities to, you know, to connect with my passion. And um, so I heard about uh, DLO and uh, their, their upcoming production of Mad Bridges of Madison County and I uh, decided to, to audition for it and, and give it a go. So that's kind of how I, how I got here. Okay. So tell me about your character. You're the yeah. lead, correct? Yeah. Yes. So okay, tell uh, me about Robert it. Yeah, so so Robert Kincaid um, in in the movie you uh, you you uh, know him as the Clint Eastwood character, um, sure. but I uh, so I um, so Robert is a is a photographer with the National Geographic who who stops um who is on a on his journey and, and on the route to 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 um, Des Moines Iowa the 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 county bridges of Madison County just outside of Des Moines Iowa um, to take pictures of the covered bridges for the magazine. Um, and he uh, he loses his way and, and needs to find um, find the last bridge um, in the county and runs into uh, Francesca, uh, who uh, Tanya plays, um, and uh, there starts their uh, their kind of infatuation and um, with each other a, um, over a, a four day uh, period uh, where they they connect and um, and really grow from each other and, and learn to you know and, and fall in love with each other. Okay. So how did you approach the character? I mean, um, grand love stories are challenging at best mm -hmm. because you have to share that, figure out how to adequately share that passion with the audience and engage them in the believability of this connection between these two people that's so incredibly strong. It's impacting the entire mm -hmm. storyline. How'd you approach that? Yeah. So I, I first, I, I, th I think it really comes. You, you can't do it alone. And so I've, I've, I've uh, I'm so thankful to have Tanya um, with, you know, with me. Um, we've, we, we've been able to connect and, and really um, find, you know, find ways to, to communicate and make sure that that the, the, the story that we're telling is, is, is coherent and it's, it's um, that we, we can, we can tell it together. And it's not just my side of the story and her side of the story, but it, it really is. Um, a, a collaboration, and so that's that. That's been fantastic to work with with Tanya on um, with uh, with developing the you know the story and, and the, the the love the love interest. 
Uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, it's specifically, you know, those that, that know the story, um, it, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's, I'm not giving anything away here, but, uh, but, but Francesca's character, you know, is, is married. And so, um, it, you know, there, when, and uh, Robert is not, Robert's a single, single man who really hasn't found what, you know, what he's looking for. And, um, you know, is, has been kind of, you know, the last several years of his life doesn't, doesn't really have you know anything else besides you know his photography and and his job and so uh, there is that fine balance of you know when he when he enters francesca's life is um you know how how does he navigate his, the feelings that he's that he has towards her but then also able to um you know let let her kind of you know figure out what this means for her and, and what this means for for them together um so there there really is a fine balance on on making sure that uh, that it, it is it is a believable story um, yeah. because I, it, 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 it's something that you there's there's so many lines that are crossed in the, in in this the play but but you know it comes down to you know what you know what exactly does does that mean for each of them and you know is is the love that they share how how true and how can in and, and how believable is it and I hope that that's what we we come across and you know that's that's what comes across in in our staging absolutely that's that's very well put. Thank you. So, Tanya, let's talk about you. What's your background? How'd you get here? <laughs> so, uh, I finished my dissertation a year ago, and actually, I, I was I'm working on another project at the same time. I'm writing I'm writing a play, and I'm meeting with a group of actors once a week. And one of my friends that's involved in that project um, said, "Oh, I'm going to go out for for this production," and. Uh, I saw the Bridges of Madison County on Broadway in 2014, and I love the production. I mean, there's nothing not to love about the music. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and so I thought, oh man, that would be really amazing to go and audition for this. So I, I've never worked with a DLO before, and I'm so glad that I did. It's been such an amazing experience. I've really loved working with, with Heather and um, everybody else on the staff and I've loved working with Jacob and really everybody in the production has been super lovely. I, I, I can't say enough about um, the team of people that I work with. I, I'm overjoyed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I came out and I, I'm so glad that I did. It's such a beautiful story, such beautiful music. Um, and it's been a real pleasure. So you tell me, how did you approach this character? Because she is sitting here twixt in between um and and this is a tough place for a character to be yeah deeply in love with somebody yet married and facing uh life issues so how'd you approach that i mean i think it's they're they're probably really real issues that maybe a lot of a lot of people face in their lives and when you're at a crossroad of what do you do when you're in this situation and so you're just seeing one woman's journey um, as she goes, as she goes uh, through that process, and what she ends up deciding at the end, you'll have to find out when you come see the show. Um, but I mean, I did a lot of as far as as far as like character research. I mean, I do a lot of research. I read the book, I watched the movie. Um, like Heather, I also watched various productions, and I um, and for me, I had an extra element too because there is the Italian pronunciation. So I've I um, have some Italian friends that I've been hitting up. <laughs> They've been absolutely wonderful um, with helping me get uh, um, uh, an Italian accent for a woman that's been in the States for 18 years. So that's been, that's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot yeah. of fun trying to do that. 
Yeah, that's challenging. I think accents uh, are one of the toughest things when you're on stage to be able to maintain them. That is always the challenge, Absolutely. especially in your case, when you're talking about one that's still there, but not as strongly because she's been here for so long. So that right. would be a challenge. I mean, for her, she's been here. She came as an adult and she learned English as an adult. So her accent will probably be a little bit more pronounced than like, but, but at the same time, like there's some things that, you know, you can take out, you can say, okay, well, that's not as important um, for this character to, to, to maintain that because maybe she's learned how to do that. Yeah. Um, at this yeah. Point. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you both for sharing with us. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about Bridges of Madison County on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, Heather Miyagi, who is directing the DLO production upcoming in just a couple of weeks of Bridges of Madison County. We also have on, on the Zoom call, Tanya Arazi Combs and Jacob Dieters, who are the leads in this production. So Heather, let's circle back. Um, so, sure. yeah, there you go. Are you awake? <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. Okay, that's good, that's good. Anybody um, who knows me knows this is not my hour. <laughs> we know that, we know that. We appreciate the fact you're with us. <laughs> um, so talk for a minute about some of the challenges DLO has been through. Had a red mask on at the beginning of the week for their production um, and um, talked about some of the struggles they've been through and how they're trying to make everything safe for their audiences. How are y'all dealing with this that, you know, uh, again, uh, for, for Jacob and Tanya, they're not probably aware of that, but we have such a strong arts community over here in Vermilion County. It has been a tough couple of years. And just as Champagne has struggled, we have struggled too. How are you all doing? And how are you coming up on this production in terms of safety? Yeah, right. So I'll address the safety issues first. We are doing pretty much everything we can think of to stay safe. Our cast, our crew, our musicians are vaccinated. We are rehearsing masks, which let me tell you that is a challenge. Yes. Um, we did auditions. We did auditions distance. So that was one of the more ridiculous things I've done in my life is have auditions for a love story at 10 feet apart. Um, <laughs> Uh, so uh, we've been pretty careful. We've been really lucky, I think, and pretty successful at either staying healthy or having people um, having people quarantine when they aren't healthy. Um, we've, you know, we've got a new building and we ventilate. We we've rehearsed with the windows open in the middle of winter and heat running full blast. Um, so we are working with the Fisher on how best to approach this. We are asking, the Fisher has, has been asking, but we are also asking that our audience members come masked, that we seat people at six foot intervals so that, you know, you can sit with your group, but your group is not going to be really, really on top of the next group over. Um, we'll, you know, see what we can do about ventilation in there and, you know, filtration and things like that. 
Um, and we have a large buffer zone between our cast and crew and the audience. So we will, I think at this point, provided nothing dreadful happens, be performing unmasked. And um, I, I, it has been a long couple of years. Everybody is really, really hungry to get back to doing theater, to get back to making theater. Um, this, is a, this is a passion project for lots of us. Um, this is sort of the thing that makes life worth living. And it's it's been tricky not to have any of this for the last couple of years. So yeah. we're working really hard to do this, but to do it safely. Um, and that has had a number of challenges. Yeah. So um, going into Tech Week, I don't know, we may wind up mass testing everybody. I, I know after Christmas, almost everybody tested before they came back to rehearsal. So we've been kind of doing all of those things to stay safe. Um, and we'll just do what we can at the venue to keep everybody distanced and masked and see if we can get back to doing this on some kind of regular schedule. Um, we're just, you know, we're just adjusting as we go. Cause I, you know, I don't know what else to do, uh, about, about dealing well, with this pandemic. I mean, we thought, we all thought it was going to be over at some exactly. point, and, you know, and then variants crop up and, you know, that, so, so I think we're all just feeling our way to a new system of, of doing things and trying to make that work out. So, yeah. So we're it's, at this point about ready to go into tech week. And basically I think our cast is going to be our own little bubble for a while. So yeah. 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 Well, and it's just uh, what you said earlier about the passion. It's the passion that drives community theater. And we all know that yep. it ain't money. Yep. And it ain't fame. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, it we is, it is truly the passion it, the money. Of, yeah, it's truly the passion of being involved in the arts community. And we appreciate right. all of you for stepping up and being willing to kind of get back to some sense of normalcy uh, because it's, yeah. uh, it's an important part of our community. Heather, again, go over how people can obtain the dates um, and, and uh, tickets. Yep, the show goes up the 11th of February. That's two weeks from today. Um, 7.30 and 2.30 show times at the Fisher. The tickets will be available through the Fisher's website or through ours, or you can call box office at the Fisher. Um, both sites are dlo.theater or at thefisher.com. Tickets are $20 for adults, 7 for students. Or if you want to be real fancy and get in the loge box, you can talk to box office. There's a, there's a well, they are kind of cool. Logers. They are really cool. <laughs> they are um, we are, cool. They're really cool. We're planning on doing a, a sort of an experience um, for the loge boxes. So they'll have a, some, you know, decorations and candy or something maybe cool. in the box. And there's, there's a there's a basket you can do if you have a really fancy date night. So, yeah. Oh, stuff, that's nice. So, yeah, yeah. So we're just trying to make it a whole a whole interactive experience and I hope you I hope to see you there and I hope you get to come and see and hear this glorious thing. I mean it's a it's a beautiful Francesca's story is just a beautiful story. It's it's such a lovely story. I mean and, and it's really real in a way that a lot of stories um in musicals aren't. So it's a uh, it's kind of a special thing. Absolutely. All right, two weeks to go. I know you'll all be ready. Uh, Tanya and Jacob, nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Heather, it is always a joy to talk to you, whether you're awake or not. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's always good to talk with you. 
We wish you good show. Thank we wish you so much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right. Have a, have, all right. Thank you. Uh, have a safe weekend. Join us on Monday. We will be talking to Tara Wright and Brooke Ferber about human trafficking right here in Vermilion County. So tune in Monday morning for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.